This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Transcend in Life. We are here with the Ryersons, and we are doing a Tuesday tune-up. What's up, Lise? How's it going? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. So what we're talking about today is how to score a perfect 10. Does that make any sense to you? Are you calling me perfect? No, I was not <laughs> calling you perfect. No, the point is uh, how to perfect your daily routine. It's not possible for perfection, but my best example was Nadia Comaneci. Back in the 1976, uh, the Olympics, she had a perfect 10 for her gymnastics routine. That got me thinking, hey, we can have a perfect routine for life. And so that's what we're talking about today. Do you believe it's possible? I think so. All right. So one of the things that I talk about openly and all the time, and one of the things that we definitely teach our kids is having attitude of gratitude and actively practicing gratitude. So you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? I know that's something we've gone back and forth on for many years, but it's really something that's been a principle of mine for certainly in the last like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. I don't, geez, it's been a while. Yeah, I love it. Actually. I think it's such an important thing to do. Uh, we do it at the dinner table. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to all have dinner together, but I would say at least three times a week, we do sit and have meals together. Uh, just juggling between the boys' sports and whatnot. And when we do sit down and have dinner, we have a practice where we go around the table and everybody has to say the three things that they're most grateful for. And it really just puts things into perspective, especially for our kiddos, because I know that sometimes our kids, um, especially ours, like they forget, right, the simple things in life or the things that they're that they should be grateful for. So it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of cool. I remember when the boys were little, especially Trey, you know, he would say things like, I'm grateful for my Nintendo Switch, my, um, you know, for food and ice cream, or, you know, he would say some funny things. And, uh, but now as they've gotten older, it's really cool to hear them say things like, we're grateful, you know, for family. We're grateful that, um, you know, we have a house to live in and we're grateful that we get to play the sports that we love. So it's, I don't know. I think it's always fun to do that. I love it too. As you know, it's hard to not put a smile on your face when you talk about things that you really are grateful for. I mean, for instance, we could literally say, I am grateful to be born in the United States. And every single time we would be right. Like we are so blessed to do that. Yet the daily things of life get in our way and things that seem like such a big deal, like, I don't know, moving to Florida and (laughs) things that are driving you crazy. uh, You know, it's not that big a deal if you just say, here's what I'm grateful for. So I'm just curious, is this something that when you are in a bad mood, is it something that you typically do use as a strategy to offset that? Yeah, not always. Um, Sometimes I have to be reminded of that, but I know that what's something that's funny is that when, you know, you gripe about something or I gripe about something and we check each other and my, always, my favorite thing to always say is like, well, first world problems, right? I mean, it's really not that big of a deal in the big scheme of things and it, and it just puts it into perspective and it makes things not that big of a deal. 
Yeah, it is. You know, I always have in my seven daily reminders in my bathroom mirror, and I even have keep perspective, which means your brother, right? Like mm-hmm. that Dick Fong that reminds me like, hey, that thing is just not that big a deal because ultimately Dick, unfortunately, is no longer with us. And that's the reminder to me. But that's that's like big perspective. The daily gratitude thing is different for me. That's like just reminding myself three times. I'll probably do that three, four, five times a day where I'm like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And it just checks me to say, hey, whatever I'm dealing with, I can put a smile on my face. So I, one of the things that I, I guess I want to talk about, because I had heard of doing this for years, and I heard people like, hey, write down the 10 things you're grateful for. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if I have that many. <laughs> this is a simple thing where you can literally say one to three to you know however many things you want. No judgment on it. Just things you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So along the line of this towards a perfect day. So we practice our, uh, our attitude of gratitude. So we practice being gra- grateful, believing and being positive. So I'm really curious to get your answer on this, because <laughs> if you were to look at the two of us, I don't know what they would say. Like, you're the realist, you're the pessimist, you're the optimist. I don't know where they would put us, but I know that being positive, that's not just something that happens. This is something everyone has to work at. Is that... Any thoughts there? Yeah. What's really funny is I think you view me as more pessimistic sometimes, which is interesting because I think the rest of the world views me as positive most of the time. Um, So maybe I'm just that way towards you. I don't know. (laughs) Something to think about. I'm just kidding. So anywho, it is. You have to work at it. And I think I'm naturally positive for the most part, but there are triggers, right? That will happen, you know, like our teenager right now. I mean, he'll, we trigger each other, actually. I think it's our personality sometimes, uh, maybe our two alike perhaps, but something will trigger me and I'll just go down this bad path and I'll just have to remember like, gosh, we need to stop that. I need to take a time out and let's regroup, right? And reset. And so I do that with TJ too. Like we'll kind of go at it for a little bit and then we take a break and then we reset. Now that, I mean, that does make sense. One of the things that I used to say is, oh, that guy's just that guy or gal. They're just positive naturally. And what I've learned is that's just not the case. Like you don't just wake up and you naturally have sunshine and rainbows, you know, shooting out your ass. That's just not the way it works. You literally have to make a concerted effort. So Chris Reed would be an example of someone we both know. We both think this is a positive human being. Chris Neely might be another one where it's mm-hmm. just like that. They just always are having a great day. It's not that they are always having a great day. They choose to put a smile on their face. They choose to go work out. They choose to be grateful. So I'm just, you know, these are the things that I'm just, I guess, almost just dialoguing right now on air, but it's, that's how it was for me as I, I just thought some people had it and some people didn't. I've learned that's not the case. It's, it's, you choose to be positive. Totally. Totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, and lastly, but certainly not least is taking care of our body. So you are a workout fiend. I mean, <laughs> Wow, the amount of hours and the calluses on your hands from the workouts. 
No, you're very blessed and you don't have to work out nearly as hard as this guy with two thumbs who has to bust his butt even to stay relatively normal looking. But taking care of our body is more than just working out. It's obviously, you know, like uh, you don't drink, for instance. So that's one way you take care of your body. You have a relatively good diet. But what are your thoughts when it comes to just taking care of our body overall? Yeah, I think it's so important. And, you know, an example of that, it's interesting. So because of COVID, um, massage places have been shut down, right, for the last Oh my gosh, how long have we, nine, nine, 10 months now. feels like forever. But anyways, I literally, my routine was to go and get a massage every other week, every other Friday. That was my, I called it my me day. And I would go get a massage, get my nails done, you know, my toes done, whatever it is. It was my girl day. And I have really bad chronic, um, tightness in my neck and my shoulders. I think it's from playing years and years of tennis. And because of that, the every two weeks really helped out, you know, just relieving the stress and all those things. Well, not having that for the last nine, 10 months now um, has been really tough. And recently, you know, it's been very stressful uh, moving across the country and selling two homes and buying one all at the same time. Do not recommend that. And all of a sudden, my massage place opened back up. And so I went last week and I'll tell you something, like after that hour and a half, I was like a whole new person. I got in my car, I go, gosh, I feel so much better. So yes, it's not all about working out and everything, but it's just taking care of yourself and your body. Yeah. I don't, I I think people sometimes get so caught up in, and I used to do this too. Like I worked out in college, you know, a couple a couple hours a day, because we had time for it or we were playing sports and training for it. And I know you were the same way. And I got to a point where it's like, well, if I can't work out two hours a day, I'm just not going to do it at all. The worst advice, it also was that actually led to more pain because the body is meant to move. So for me, it's like, find something that you enjoy doing. For me, it's pickleball, you guys. Like I'm obsessed with pickleball. <laughs> Anybody that spends any time around me, knows that it is my thing and it just puts a smile on my face. I also sweat a lot. I don't know how to say it <laughs> in a very short period of time, but it doesn't feel like I'm working out and I'm having a great time. So that's my way of moving my body. I don't know. Go find other things that you like to do. Like you said, get a massage. Um, I don't know. What are, what are other things that you're doing for yourself? Go on walks. Well, I too play pickleball. I don't know if it's by choice all the time, but I do. <laughs> and I'll tell you something and I would never, I mean, I'm going to admit this. I don't think I was going to ever admit this, but now that you've put me on the spot, I will. Um, but ever since we had our pickleball court built, it's been, you know, almost a year, I guess, or maybe less than that. But JM's out there all the time. And so I get out about once or twice a week. And ever since that started happening, I don't have any more shoulder issues. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so my whole philosophy of the body's meant to move, if it literally stays stagnant, it's going to break like bad things are going to happen. Like if you have something, for instance, these pictures that were taken off the wall, guess what's on them after a couple months? Dust. Dust. And that's essentially what's happening to your joints. So I'm so happy you actually verbalized <laughs> that. I am so happy for that. I would much rather 
have some type of WD-40 for my body that would be safe just to spray on and feel good. But unfortunately, that doesn't That is your WD-40. <laughs> the sheer loving joy and pleasure of the company of your husband on a pickleball court would be your WD-40. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, you guys find something that you enjoy. For me, it's dancing. I love to dance. That's just something I make sure to do Whenever I get the opportunity, because that's another way to move the body. And again, I sweat a lot. That's just part of it. So the whole idea is finding that perfect routine. And as you know, I talk about this all the time, feeding the mind, the body, and the soul. And when it comes to this, at practicing, actively practicing gratitude, to me, that's the soul. Feeding your mind something positive, that's the mind. And ultimately moving the body, whether that's going for a walk, getting your massage, working out, that's that's taking care of your body. So we nailed all three, and that's the perfect 10. Perfect 10. Nailed it. <laughs> I would love to hear how other people are doing their perfect routine. Can you tell them where they can share that with us? Yes. So please go to Let's Go Win 365 on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and just you know, shoot us a message, post on our page and let us know what you're doing. Yeah. Send it to, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Send it to info at letsgowin.com as well. That definitely, we'd love to hear from you guys. We want to share this with you because this is real world stuff that's happening. We want people to live their best lives every single day. So continue to look for that perfect routine for yourself. We'd love to hear back from you. And in the meantime, you guys continue to transcend in life. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to TranscendentLifePodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.